The Merits of the Month of Sha'ban. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu wa sallam ala ashrafil mursaleen wa ala alihi wa ashabihi al-tayyibin al-tahirin. All praise be to Allah and may Allah raise the rank of Prophet Muhammad and protect his nation from that which he fears for them. Dear brothers and sisters, the month of Sha'ban is the eighth month of the lunar year in the Islamic calendar and the month immediately preceding the month of Ramadan. For Muslims all around the world, the month of Sha'ban is a special time in which they try to do more good deeds than usual and fast more optional fasts than they do in other months. The Prophet ﷺ used to fast a lot during this month. It is the habit of the Muslims to celebrate the 15th night of the month of Sha'ban by praying, reciting Quran, praising Allah, and making a great deal of supplication to Allah during the night. Ibn Majah narrated that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَا كَانَتْ لَيْلَةٌ نِصْفِ مِنْ شَعْبَانٍ فَقُومُوا لَيْلَهَا وَصُومُوا نَهَارَهَا Which means, spend the night preceding the 15th day of Sha'ban in acts of obedience and fast the next day. The acts of obedience meant in this hadith are reciting the Qur'an, making supplication, there is dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and praying optional prayers. Even though there is a difference in opinion among the top scholars of hadith about the degree of confirmation of this hadith, acting in accordance with its orders, I mean on that particular night, that is the 15th night of Sha'ban, is a good practice. This is so because the matters it orders with, that is reciting Quran, making supplication, praising Allah, are in general recommended matters in the religion. Although making supplication in general is a recommended matter, one needs to be cautious about what he is asking for in his supplication. It must be understood that when one supplicates to Allah, that is, 
asks Allah for things. One is not asking Allah to change his will. It is among the essentials of the belief of Muslims that Allah's will is eternal and does not change. Rather, one would be asking Allah to change the person's situation from a difficult situation to an easier one, from a good situation to a better one, or the like. Knowing this, one needs to be cautious in his understanding of a supplication which some people recite on the night of the 15th day of Sha'ban. يجب الحذر من الكلام التالي الذي يقوله بعض الناس يقولون اللهم إن كنت كتبتني عندك في أم الكتاب شقيا أو محروما أو مقترا عليه في الرزق فمح اللهم شقاوتي وحرماني وتقتير رزقي واكتبني من السعداء It should be noted that this particular supplication was not confirmed from the Prophet nor from Umar or Ibn Mas'ud, as explicitly clarified by Al-Bayhaqi in his book Al-Qadr. When reciting the aforementioned supplication, some people erroneously understand that they are asking Allah to change his will. That is, they understand the words they recite to mean, O Allah, if you willed for me to be miserable, poor and deprived of the good things, change your will and make me happy and solvent. This is a dangerous situation. The will of Allah does not change. This is among the basis of the beliefs of the Muslims. Change is among the very obvious signs that this thing is a creation. Imam Abu Hanifa says, and I quote, change occurs only in the creations. Habibi, Habibi, ya Allah Ta'ala is not attributed with change. This matter is clarified in the book of Allah and in the hadith of the Prophet. Some understand that the meaning of the verse number 39 of Surah Al-Ra'd is Allah changes his will. Truly, this is not the meaning of this verse as interpreted by the famous companion Ibn Abbas. Al-Bayhaqi narrated from Ibn Abbas that this verse refers to the abrogations. That is, Allah willed for some verses of the Qur'an to be abrogated and not for others to be abrogated. This interpretation of Ibn Abbas reconfirms that the will of Allah 
does not change. In Surah Qaf, Ayah 29, Allah Ta'ala said, مَا يُبَدَّلُ الْقَوْلُ لَدَيْ Which means, my will does not change. Ibn Mardawayh narrated that Prophet Muhammad وسلم, asked his Lord for four matters. Number one, that his nation would not be destroyed by famine. Number two, that his nation would not be completely destroyed by any enemy. Number three, that his nation would not be completely destroyed by a torture similar to the torture which destroyed the previous nations. And number four, that the people of his nation would not fight one against the other. The Prophet said that Allah granted him the first three matters, but did not grant him the fourth one. So, although it was Prophet Muhammad وسلم, the best of the creations who made that supplication, Allah did not grant him all what he asked. This is because Allah willed in eternity there would be fighting between Muslims in the different eras and the will of Allah does not change. That Allah's will does not change was more specifically clarified in Imam Muslim's narration of this hadith in his Sahih. Imam Muslim narrated that after the Prophet وسلم, asked Allah for matters, Allah revealed to him, Inni idha amran la yurad, which means, O Muhammad, if I willed, for something to happen, my will would not change. In conclusion, dear brothers and sisters, it is rewardable and recommended to recite the Quran, pray and make supplication during the 15th night of Sha'ban. However, it is blasphemy to make any supplication with the understanding that Allah changes His will because of this supplication or with the understanding that it is possible that the will of Allah changes. Reciting the aforementioned supplication with the understanding that one is asking Allah to change the bad situation to become a better one and not to change what Allah eternally willed is not sinful. Finally, it is a good matter to recite the following supplication on the 15th night of Sha'ban. 
we always start by saying Alhamdulillah wa sallallahu wa sallam ala rasulillah. Allahumma ya Allahu ya hayyu ya qayyum ya ghafuru ya tawwabu ya hadi ya fattahu ya razzaqu ya wahhab ya karimu ya arhamar rahimin ya zal manni wal in'am as'aluka bihaqqi asma'ika alhusna أن تصلي وتسلم على سيدنا محمد وأن تجعلنا موفقين للخير والأذكار مستغنين بفضلك عمن سواك وأن ترزقنا كمال الإيمان وقوة اليقين وأن تحشرنا مع الأنبياء والشهداء والصالحين بجاه سيد المرسلين ومحبوب رب العالمين والحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم على سيدنا محمد أكرم المرسلين Following, dear brothers and sisters, is an interpretation of the meaning of the supplication I have just recited. O oh Allah, you are the alive, the qayyum, the forgiver of sins, the one who accepts the repentance, the one who creates the guidance, the one who endows the endowments on the people and sustains them, the generous and most merciful. O oh Allah, we ask you by the virtue of your good names to raise the rank of our Prophet Muhammad, to guide us to mention you a lot, to make us rely deeply on you, and to make us satisfied with what you give us without leaning towards acquiring worldly matters from other than you, and to do the good deeds. We ask you, Allah, to give us a perfect belief and a strong certitude and together us on the Day of Judgment with the Prophets, the Martyrs, and the righteous Muslims. We ask you for all of that by the virtue of our leader and most beloved, Prophet Muhammad, the leader of the messengers and the best human. Praise be to Allah, the owner of the humans and the jinn. May Allah raise the rank of our Prophet Muhammad and protect his nation from that which he fears for them. Ameen. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.
فيها من قلبي شجنا الركب يغنيها وانا ابكيها من قلبي شجنا لو كانت طيبه لي وطنا احيا في خير الاوطان لو كانت طيبة لي وطنا أحيا في خير الأوطان كي أرمي حمل الأشجار يا طيبة دار العدنان يا بهوة شوق الركبان يا أم المنصار ومهوة Oh, oh, oh.